the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to RFUA Swell Radio. Get ready to join members of the San Diego-based musical group SLED for a journey celebrating rock and roll music both past, present, and future. This is RFUA Swell Radio on The Answer San Diego. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, we've reached the final day of September 2023. It's Saturday evening, September 30th. Tonight on Swell Radio, if you love loving a 38, Justin Emord, the bass player. These guys are rocking. Really good band. The Swell Ozzy Music Minute, the sled track of the week. But before we get to all that, it's just me and Oz today. So my name's Peter DeLuke. I'm Dino DeLuke. And that means I must be Swell Ozzy. Lot to cover in a little bit of time, like we always say. The Swell Ozzy Music Minute, the sled track of the week. All that. And this, don't go anywhere, though. AM 1170. FM 96.1 on the answer. KCBQ San Diego Swell Radio RFUA. We'll be right back. There's more RFUA Swell Radio on the answer San Diego. When hunger strikes, hit Mary's Donuts and Deli, 10101 Main Avenue, Lakeside, California. You don't want to forget about eating the wonderful sandwiches at Mary's Donuts and Deli. The Union Tributes Deli of the Year Award and Bakery of the Year Award. That's Mary's Donuts, 101 Main Avenue, Lakeside, California. Tell them SLED sent you. Rock on. They couldn't get a real job, so they made their own. It's called Swell Radio RFUA, and it's time to rock. Time to rock. For all your legal needs, Arena Law Group, 2732 Fifth Avenue, San Diego, California, 92103. All aspects of criminal law from DUI, domestic violence, drug charges, homicide, and even all your civil litigation needs. Albert Arena, over 35 years of trial experience in San Diego County. Arena Law Group, 619-231-3100. Again, 619-231-3100. Albert Arena, he won't let you down. Swell Radio would like to thank our sponsors. Vox Direct, Brock Scott Photography, Brenniger Chiropractic, Last Days Tattoo, Mary's Donuts, Lakeside, Ramona Main Stage Theater, Rock and Roll San Diego, Conlin Digital Media, and the Arena Law Group. Without their sponsorship, our show would not be possible. Hey, this is Mark Kinda from Great White with my brothers from Splat, and you're listening to Swell Radio, RFUA. Now turn it up. We missed you. We're back. Swell Radio, RFUA. Uh, another great Saturday evening here in sunny Southern California. Well, it's, of course, evening time now. Uh, just a quick reminder... Put the TV on mute, grab a little JMO, maybe grab a cold one out of the refrigerator, sit back, relax, and uh, Dino, go ahead, introduce the first song. Okay, the band is called Love in the 38. The first single that we're going to play is Turn It Up.
Oh, man, a friggin' rockin' track. Loving the 38. Turn it up. We got Justin Emor, the bass player. Justin, welcome to the show, brother. Thanks for making it, man. Yep. Hey, uh, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. These cats are high energy, um, good old-fashioned red, white, and blue rock and roll, man. That's what, that's what I love about them. I heard them. I went, you know what, man? These guys kick booty. And I could like to say another word in reference to that, but I can't, as you know. And, uh, you know, it, let's talk about... Love of 38, man. Tell us about the inception of the band and, you know, how you guys all put it together, different parts of the country, that kind of thing. Tell our listeners, man. Yeah, so the band started, uh, God, over 10 years ago at this point. Um, just really started with, uh, with a love of rock and roll and, you know, the guitar hero bands and blaring guitar solos of, of the old days and uh, just wanted to inject some modern DNA and energy into it to make it, uh, you know, a, a relevant sound. But, you know, at, at the heart, it's it's bluesy rock and roll and, you know, straight in your face. So you're joined by Ryan Hudson on the vocals and Domo Damaraki your lead guitar player. And then Danny Access is on drums. It's still the current lineup, right? Uh, Danny was our former drummer. Our current drummer uh, is Clark Skelton. Okay, cool. All right. Well, welcome aboard, Clark. Is he playing on that track there? Yes, he is. He uh, he's been in the band for he's been in the band for several years at this point. Actually, he's been uh, cut the last couple of music videos we we've done uh, has been Clark behind the kid, and he's a he's a great drummer. He was a friend of Domo's actually. Oh, uh, cool! They've been friends for a long time, so it was a really easy thing to get him in the band. Uh, you know, when, when you're musicians and friends, uh, the best thing you can do is be able to play you know oh that's when so. it's the most fun man when you got a camaraderie with the guys you play with, i myself have been in bands with guys that really don't have much of a outside the band relationship and i've been in bands where you know we're all brothers and that's a beautiful thing i know swell ozzy had a question for you i'll take it away justin love the tunes very cool stuff there tell our listeners about the band sing tell us about the single of the month club that the band had this is a great idea for fans to not only follow a band but to get new music month by month now how did it work? Whose idea was it? And how can fans get to be a part of it? Yeah, so the Single of the Month Club was a thing we actually did um, a couple years ago because we were uh, we were out touring a lot, but we still wanted to be uh, working on music and uh, getting stuff out to people. So we took it upon ourselves. I think the original concession was uh, Ryan spearheaded it, the project, and then uh, passed it by us. Like, what do you guys think? Because we... We just weren't going to be here in L.A. long enough to actually sit down and uh, record a full EP. Uh, so we just did a single of the month. We had some stuff already worked on and written. And so we just, you know, kind of just kept going and get get stuff ready to go so that we could kind of be preloaded a little bit and get stuff released while we were on the road and then come back and work on some stuff again and then get that released and then, you know, hit the road again. Uh, we, I think we had like two or three tours that year. So it was, uh, really busy, but, uh, you know, keep keeping that going and having something to always be talking about, uh, you know, especially when we're up on stage, that was, uh, that was really awesome. And, uh, really, really good idea by Ryan. Hey man, I'm looking at your website. I think that that turn it up is going to be. It's your newest single, right? Nobody's heard it because it's supposed to be debuting November fourth, correct? That uh, last November is when it came oh, out. Oh, okay, my man. I'm looking at websites, and <laughs> I apologize. I was just going to say, man, I was really excited to let real listeners know we were debuting the song. Man, it's g- good tunes, man. Every one of them you sent me, man. I'm like, you know, these guys are cool, man. You know, they got their own sound, and they, you know, they have a lot of influences going on. So, where's everybody in the band from? Go through it. Because I know all you guys from different parts of the country, right? Yeah, so Ryan's probably the farthest away. Uh, he was born in Texas, raised in Oklahoma. Uh, and I, I think that's pretty apparent in uh, the way his voice sounds. Uh, he's got a lot of that, that Midwest grit and growl to, to him. Um, and then he moved to L.A. to, you know, do, do the whole rock star thing. Um, myself, I was born and raised here in Los Angeles. So oh. I didn't really have t- too far to go to join the band. And uh, Clark is from Northern California, a uh, little bit outside of, um, like, the San Francisco area. Uh, so he moved down here. 
uh, to do music. And then Domo is from, uh, yeah, basically just right outside of L.A. County. Cool. So me and him, me and him were both from Southern California. And right the other two had to, had to make the move to, to come down here. That's cool, man. It's, it's good when guys can all come together, right? And, uh, God, when you talk about the Midwest, I love touring in the Midwest. We have, man, and it's the people in the Midwest are cool. It's so funny. Southern California, you see raindrops, you go, oh, man, this might really affect our show. I remember, where were we, Dino? We were in Davenport, Iowa at the Adler Theater. We were on tour with Tesla, and it's a cold, rainy Monday night. I go, ah, we're probably not going to have a much of a crowd tonight. I come outside about three, yeah, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. There's a line going around the door. And that's, of course, because of Tesla, but also, you know, SoCal, man, people, they see the raindrops, and they seeing inclement weather and sometimes like well i'm just gonna blow that off right but i you as you know you've oh, yeah. taught in the midwest and in the south people show up don't they they show oh, up yeah. absolutely that's cool man what do you guys have coming up are you guys have shows coming up another tour what's going on with the band right now yeah we're actually going to be heading up to canada in a little over a month to go play the blue feather music festival oh that's awesome man what part of canada are you going to be in it is the Yukon Territory, so uh, very cool. North by Alaska, huh? <laughs> yeah, by yeah uh, it's basically on the the same like latitude as as Alaska, so it's a uh, it, it's a it's an event to go up there and quite quite the experience. Who else is on the uh, on in the festival that's that's playing? That some other names we might be familiar with. Uh, there's a lot of people. Honestly, it's uh, it's really cool what they do with it. They have um, a bunch of people, uh, you know, obviously from, from the Yukon, it's not the, um, the most nurturing of widespread and, and mainstream artists. Uh, so they, they tend to fly in a lot of people from different parts of the world Very cool. to, uh, to play. And, yeah, it's, it's really cool that, like, you, you get to do this festival and there's just all these different people from all over and the whole point is just come together for music you know i'm gonna tell you something how many days is the festival uh two days oh cool we got to get to another track i'm gonna tell you something ladies and gentlemen if you're in the yukon you want to check it out and this is one of the songs you're gonna hear this is hail to the night hit it todd Oh! 
Love and a 38. Hail to the night, man. <laughs> Freaking another rocking tune. And, you know, you can hear a lot of influences. Dino's good at picking. Dino, I want, I want to ask you, man, who do you hear in these guys, man? Who do they remind you of a little bit? You know, it's almost like Cry of Love meets Whitesnake. You know what I mean? It's cool. like the vocals of, like, Coverdale in his early days. Actually, reminds me of the Page Plant. I mean, the Coverdale uh, Page record more than anything. Like Shake My Tree and stuff like that. Yeah. Really cool stuff. Very soulful vocals. Great, great bluesy rocking guitar. I, I get a little feeling of some, I get a little feeling of Tesla and Aerosmith, man. I mean, I'm hearing some of those, you know, gritty, good old fashioned red, white, and blue, double yellow line rock and roll. What about you, Oz? What do you think? Yeah, it's funny you'd say that because I convinced myself I was wrong, but I was picking up Aerosmith as well. Yeah, no doubt. So tell us, tell us, my man, tell us, Justin, who are the influences? Uh, where's everybody? Who's everybody digging on? And uh, who was your influence? Tell us about a little bit more about that. Yeah, uh, for I know for Ryan, uh, Steven Tyler is one of his gods. Uh, he's oh, definitely God. on the the Mount Rushmore of singers, uh, songwriters, lyricists. You know, you name it, like every capacity of uh, Steven Tyler. That's that's his dude. Um, obviously, a lot of Led Zepp in there too. He's he's a big uh, Robert Plant guy. Um, but yeah, uh, I would say Domo is probably the biggest chameleon out of all of them because he's played right. in. I mean, throughout his career, he's played in a bunch of different types of bands. uh, So he can really adapt to a lot of different styles, no matter where we go. Uh, Clark, I would say he's, he tends to trend a little bit heavier. Uh, He likes Seven Dust a lot. Oh, cool. uh, And a lot more of like uh, the heavier stuff. Um, I tend to go a lot more for... Yeah, classic rock stuff. Tom Petty is like one of my biggest heroes. Um, bass, bass player wise, uh, Dust McKagan and uh, Tom Peterson, Hamilton from Aerosmith. Tom Hamilton. Those, I was just going to say, I knew Tom Hamilton was in there. I mean, you know, with you guys, it's not just it's not that newer Aerosmith. It's that older Aerosmith. Get yourself a cool and lay yourself low. You know that old, early Aerosmith stuff. Yeah. We're all in agreement here. I can tell right now. We all love Aerosmith, and we're probably all guys that like you know the first four or five albums. Do not to say the later stuff wasn't any good, but you know, come on, man, the earlier stuff was what. For me, when I was like 12, 13, I heard the first album, and I was sold, man. I said, oh, my God. And it just got better and better from that, from, from, from then on for a, a band like Aerosmith, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the funny thing is, like, I've, I've always loved Aerosmith. Uh, you know, everything about just the, the dynamics, the aesthetics, the theatrics, the flair, the swagger, like, all of that is awesome. Uh, it's funny. I went, to, um, I went to Disney World earlier this year. Uh, with, with a couple of friends, and it was, uh, you know, we, we went to Hollywood Studios, and they've got the Aerosmith roller coaster there, and that put me on such a phase of Aerosmith, where, like, I was just living and breathing uh, Aerosmith for, I don't know, probably two or three months straight. <laughs> I love so, like, it. I have, I have, <laughs> Cool man. I haven't That's been so cool. on. I had, you know, haven't been on one of those kicks for for Aerosmith in quite a long time. But that that just sent me down a rabbit hole that I, I wasn't expecting to go on. So Oz is our musicologist. Oz, how many times have you seen Aerosmith? I'm Aerosmith probably like fifteen or twenty. Yeah, I knew it, man. I've seen him five times. Dina, what, what you've seen they him how many times? How many? T- I've seen him ten times. Ten times. We saw him back so in the late seventies. Oh man. Here I still hear a little bit of Coverdale in Ryan's voice, man. I don't know why I'm hearing that soulful, like, uh, Shake My Tree or, like, uh, um, what's the bluesy stuff, like, uh, that he did that, um, oh, I don't know what it is, Slow and Easy, man. I hear that kind of bluesy vibe in Ryan's voice, man. You know, we, we even have- though Steven was that way, I still hear that, that more Coverdale and plant side to him, too, you know? We have a great story. Yeah, his, we have a great voice st- is a little bit deeper, for sure. We have a great story about the Coverdale Page album, and we were <clears throat> not involved in any of the music part of it, but we were a part of it. But we got to go to a commercial break, and we'll talk more about that later on. AM 1170, FM 96.1 on the answer. KCBQ, San Diego, Swell Radio, RFUA. More with Lover 38, back with Justin E. Ward. Grab a co-on. We'll be right back, everybody. 
There's more RFUA Swell Radio on The Answer, San Diego. Swell Radio would like to thank our sponsors. Vox Direct, Brock Scott Photography, Brenniger Chiropractic, Last Days Tattoo, Mary's Donuts Lakeside, Ramona Main Stage Theater, Rock and Roll San Diego, Conlin Digital Media, and the Arena Law Group. Without their sponsorship, our show would not be possible. Where your Saturday nights really rock. Swell Radio RFUA, 96.1 FM and AM 1170 KCBQ. Easy call management, advanced business features, Vox Direct. They have a toll-free phone number. They also have virtual receptionist, easy call management, advanced business features, and there's no monthly contract, so you can try it out and see if you like it. And, of course, they also have phone conferencing. So when you need to get everybody together on the phone line to figure out how you're still going to go with your business plans, they can do that. And for right now, you can do the first month absolutely free. It's their gift to you. Call them right now to ask them how they can help you and your business out. 1-800-353-5695. That's 1-800-353-5695. Vox Direct. That's right, Jimmy's Famous Restaurant, Santee, California. 9635 Mission Gorge Road, long-running eatery and sports bar, serving American comfort food in a casual diner-like atmosphere. Jimmy's Famous Restaurant and Sports Bar, 619-448-8994. That's 619-448-8994. Remember, Jimmy's Famous Restaurant, Santee, California. This is Chris McLennan from Saigon Kick, Cold Sweat, and my latest thing, Tim L. And you're listening to Swell Radio RFUA with our friends from Sled. Don't forget to rock. Well, at least paying our bills is out of the way. Let's rock. Swell Radio RFUA. Another real cool Saturday evening here in sunny Southern California, even though it's dark out. I know why I keep saying so. Back with our brothers from Love and the 38. This is another really cool track. This is Kiss Me, Hurt Me. Hit it, Todd.
Prince Kiss Me, Hurt Me Loving to 38. And I'm going to tell you, man, if I'm an A&R rep and I'm seeing this band for the first time and I'm checking out their tracks, I'm going to go, I don't know if it's my favorite one, but I'm going to sign these guys because a, a big chorus, a big hook, Kiss Me, Hurt Me Like. See, when you hear something like that, when you write something like that, especially for you young listeners, that's what it's about, man. You got to write the hook. That's how you get the big hit. Talk about the tune, man. Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm sure the uh, the influence on the uh, the intro is pretty uh, pretty obvious. Yeah, it's cool though. Um, yeah. Uh, so that song started, I believe. Domo was just messing around with that little you know thorough thorough good type of chicken picking thing, and we just turned it into a song. It's a great song, and, man. Uh, it's a great song. Thanks. Because we, uh, because two hours that, after you leave the con- right? two hours after you leave the concert, man, that that's going to still be in my head, and that's the that's the goal, right, man? Yeah, absolutely. You want to leave a mark on people, and uh, you know, leave them something that's going to be stuck in their head, whether they like it or not. <laughs> absolutely, that's what Dino. Go ahead. What do you think, man? Okay, so that that particular cut kind of reminded me of old Y and T, like Minaketti, man, yeah. with like. Uh, with uh, Leonard Hayes and like, uh, you know, um, God, who's the, the bass player that passed away that I loved so much? Oz. God, uh, yeah, the big long last name. You know who I'm talking about? I do. I can't think. Great, but it's too late. That reminded me. That reminded me a little bit of old Wyatt, like summertime girls era. Ryan T. Yeah, that's true. Just the song, you know, really cool, really cool song. Good vibe. It's know, got. It does have a. Song. It's a. It's a. It's a middle of the set song too, man. Because you know, once you got the audience involved with what's going on, man, you want to keep hitting them right in the jaw, man, kicking their teeth in, but you want to pull them towards you. And "Kiss Me, Hurt Me" is the, is the song that pulls you toward. We talked a little bit a little while ago, Justin. I sent you an email. Did you get it? Wow, that's awesome, <laughs> Dino. Tell them Justin a quick story about the Coverdale Page uh, album and how we were involved. So. We're playing in Reno, Nevada, and it's about 10 o'clock at night. And Pete walks up to the stage and goes, you ain't going to believe who's here. I'm like, you get back. Behind <laughs> I'm like, I'm not bro. lying to you guys. He goes, dude, you're not going to believe who's here. Next thing you know, I see these guys roping off the section of the club. And about 10 minutes into our set, I turn around, and be, lo and behold, there's Coverdale and there's Jimmy Page. And uh, wow! I'm like, what the? What's going on with this? Right? Here's so, the here's the crazy thing. I break a drum skin. I go back to where my cases are, and they're sitting right there, right in this whole section. And Jimmy goes, "Hey, man, the band sounds great." And I said, "You guys, man, what are you guys doing? Oh, we're recording at Granny's right down the street. So we're done for the night. We want to go out and have a couple drinks." And you know. I thought nothing of it. We go up, we do our set, and our set at that point was a Zeppelin medley. Paige loved it and uh, hung out with us that night and liked it so much, he came back the next weekend. And uh, at that point, I had already gone out and gotten a camera thinking, well, maybe he'll come back again, you know what I mean? And sure and hold, yeah. lo and behold, there he was, and we all got great pictures with him. And he was the nicest, coolest, coolest dude in the, in the world, world man. man. He was. Okay, yeah. So I don't want to take too much away from the show. On, they were working on that Coverdale Page record, you know, which I thought was a great record, man. You know, this is about loving a thirty-eight, yeah, but I, but I thought I thought you'd enjoy that, Justin. Sending you that. Uh, let's get back to you guys, though, man. So tell me, who does the writing, man? Let's get into the internal meat and potatoes of the band. Who's writing the music? Who's writing the lyrics? Or is it a, all you guys doing it? Or give me an example, like on loving a thirty-eight. Yeah, the thing that's always been really good about this band in, in any semblance of whatever rotation we're, we're in with, with the lineup is that it's, it's always been very democratic. Uh, any, anyone can come in with an idea. It doesn't matter. Uh, you know, if Clark wants to come in with just like a drum beat that he's made up and trying to work something around that, like we'll do that. If there's a bass line or a riff, uh, you know, it can come from anybody, which is really awesome. Uh, lyrics, though, that's... 100% always Ryan every time. Uh, he, he's got away with the words, as I'm sure you could hear from He does <laughs> from this point. Uh, so we just let him do what he does because that's really a strong point of his. But uh, a song like um, uh, Hail to the Night, that was a song that Ryan almost brought in, like, completely finished. Like, he, he wrote that 
singing like a night or two and just brought it to us and we're like, oh, yeah, that's a song. Yeah, and, and, in, fa- in fact, when you sent me the tracks, I only got three, and I'm like, hey, man, where's that other track? And you sent me Hell of the Night. But I'm going to get to the next track because I love all of it. I think these guys are rocking, but this is my favorite track right here, and I think you'll understand because we all got to stand and fight. Hit it, Todd! That's love in a 38, stand and fight. Now, I'm going to tell you something, man. You want to talk about a song featuring your lead guitar player and your lead vocalist. Ryan Hudson is shows you. Let he's me, brilliant, man. Pete, I got to say something, Pete. That song reminded me of, like, the guitar playing of, like, Kiss My Love Goodbye by L.A. Gunn. Yeah, crazy. absolutely. And the vocals of Chat from Nickelback, man. He sounded like, and he sounds real original, Ryan, but it has that vocal power of like a Nickelback song. The boy man, throws know? down, he raps, he sings, and, and all of a sudden here comes Domo with this freaking insane and, and and you know what? Speaking of LA guns he he got he's got that he must be into Tracy man he told we've we've played with L A Guns what Dino four or five times open for them and uh, they're great lot Ozzy's a big L A Guns Oz don't you love L A Guns Ozzy and I, I, I just saw him in I Vegas less than a year underrated. ago what was that Oz I'm sorry Dino was in they're extremely underrated they never got the credit I, I couldn't agree Vegas more man 
I couldn't. So, so uh, Justin, tell us about that track, man. Yeah, so uh, that uh, the opening guitar riff was actually an idea I brought into the room. Yeah, well, there uh, you go, so, baby. It's good songwriting, man. I'm really glad you like it. <laughs> yeah, dude. The ba- um, I like the bass line, how it's interacting in the beginning and the pulsing bass line and be- on the offbeat. It's, it's, it's well-arranged, well-written, and, man, you guys friggin' just kill it. That's why I put that last in the, in the, in the order. Thanks. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a fun songwriting process, and I, I think that song exemplifies like the the joy and fun of writing because you know you you start somewhere and you don't always end up where you thought you were going to go you know that's what's cool Um, about writing music right man do you guys close with that or use that as an encore because i could see where man you would you just want to finish that audience off man that's the track right there man that usually ends up being like a middle of the, okay. the set song that that and like uh, kiss me hurt me yeah. in hell of the night the the three of those usually end up together because you know we, we try and have a dynamic and yes. you know, peaks and valleys in yes. the set so the three of those usually end up like intertwined together to create a little little peaks and valleys. Man, I would love it if maybe one day I know you guys are in LA, man. Maybe Sled and and and, and Love and a Thirty Eight can hook up and do a show, man. That'd be a lot of fun. I mean, it would just be just be a blast to play with you guys. We love playing with really good bands, man. And I know our audience would friggin' love you guys, man. They would love you guys. Yeah, it's been a minute since we've been uh, been down in San Diego to play a show. So, okay, yeah, so did you I play down, down there? What was your last play here? When uh, you played- God, it, it, <laughs> It's been a minute. We we haven't had like the most success down there. Could have been venue. It could have been you know lineup. Uh, any number of things. But uh, yeah, it's been a minute since we've we've played a show there. I actually did a a fill-in gig for some friends down at the Casbah. Oh, cool. Hey, hold that, hold ago. that, Phil. we got to go to a commercial. We're going to come back with a Swell Aussie Music Minute and the Sled Track of the Week and more with Justin Emore from 11 to 38, AM 1170, FM 96.1 on The Answer, KCBQ San Diego, Swell Radio, or FUA. We'll be right back. There's more RFUA Swell Radio on The Answer, San Diego. When hunger strikes... Hit Mary's Donuts and Deli, 10101 Main Avenue, Lakeside, California. You don't want to forget about eating the wonderful sandwiches at Mary's Donuts and Deli. The Union Tributes Deli of the Year Award and Bakery of the Year Award. That's Mary's Donuts, 101 Main Avenue, Lakeside, California. Tell them Sled sent you. Rock on. Pete, Dino, Gary, Swell Ozzy, and Co. Rock your Saturday nights in what we like to call organized chaos. It's Swell Radio RFUA. For all your tattoo and piercing needs, make sure you check out Last Day's Tattoo, 4919 Newport Avenue, San Diego, California, 92107. That's Ocean Beach, California. Call John or any of his wonderful artists. Piercing, tattoo, anything. 619-546-5150. That's 619-546-5150. Last Day's Tattoo. Swell Radio would like to thank our sponsors. Vox Direct, Brock Scott Photography, Brenniger Chiropractic, Last Day's Tattoo, Mary's Donuts, Lakeside, Ramona Main Stage Theater, Rock and Roll San Diego, Conlon Digital Media, and the Arena Law Group. Without their sponsorship, our show would not be possible. Hi, this is Ryan. And this is Will of Sprung Sprung Monkey. And you're listening to our friends from Sled on Swell Radio, RFUA. Keep rocking, San Diego. Rockin'. Back to the rock on 96.1 FM and 1170 KCBQ. It's Swell Radio, RFUA. All right, man, we're back, and you know what time it is, right? It's time to turn the man, the one, the only, Dino. What time is it? It's time for the Swell Ozzy Music Minute. Take it away, Oz. Welcome to the Swell Ozzy Music Minute. Straight ahead, it's Hanoi Rocks. 1979, Michael Monroe and Andy McCoy start the band in Helsinki, Finland. They're joined by John Stamper on bass and Peck Sarola on drums. Soon they begin playing at all over Finland, scoring a hit with a cover of Cheap Tricks, She's a Whore. That was also covered by Vince Neil. 1980, Sammy Yaffa is the new bass player and Jason Spore is the new drummer. 
81, they released their first studio album. It's called Bangkok Shock. It's produced by Andy McCoy, and it contained the hit single Tragedy. A club tour of Europe would soon follow. 82, the band is in London where they meet Johnny Thunder, and he introduces them to a drummer named Razzle, who soon joins the band. Next, they release an album called Self-Destruction Blues. It was produced by Michael Monroe. Only a few months later, their next album has come out. It's called Back to Mystery City. This is produced by Overend Watts from Mott the Hoople fame. Morgan Fisher plays keyboards on this album. They tour with The Clash to support the album. The next one is called Two Steps from the Move. It's produced by the legendary Bob Ezrin. Ian Hunter and Jack Bruce will appear on this album. A U.S. tour with Iggy Pop would follow. I remember seeing this. It was an outdoor show in New York Central Park. Ezrin insisted that the band do a cover of Creedence Clearwater's revivals up around the bend to ensure a radio hit. 84, Razzle's killed in a car accident involving Vince Neil. Former class drummer Terry Gimes fills in for the band. By this time, Renee Berg is the full-time bass player. Soon they release a live album called Rock and Roll Divorce. It was recorded the previous year over several dates. Mick Staplehurst is the producer. Next, the band breaks up, and after a five-year absence, they're back calling the band Hanoi Revisited, and they release the album Shots on the Rocks. It's produced by Andy McCoy himself. Costello Hataki is the guitar player. Timpa Laos is on bass, and Luca Holtz is the drummer at this time. Their next album was called Another Hostile Takeover with Connie Bloom on guitar. Michael Monroe and Andy McCoy sharing the producing details on this one. The album contained a cover of Thin Lizzy's Dear Miss Lonely Heart. And finally, the same band released an album called Street Poetry, Michael Monroe producing. Actually had a hit on it called Fashion. Very cool album. Check that out if you can. Post Hanoi Rocks, Andy McCoy has released an underground classic album called Cherry Bombs. He's toured and recorded with Iggy Pop, and he had an underground hit called I Eat Cannibals. He was also the guitar player for Samantha Fox. Monroe has had a huge successful career. I've seen him a few times. It's sort of a combination of Mick Jagger and Rod Stewart with a little punk thrown in. Very cool. Check out Monroe. Check out Hanoi Rocks. You will not be disappointed. They never got the, the, the justice they deserved in this business, but they were ripped off a lot. And there you have it, the Swell Ozzy Music Minute on Swell Radio, R-F-U-A. Yeah, I was right on, man. That's freaking sick. Good biography. I didn't know a lot of that stuff. We're going to get to the sled track of the week. We have some upcoming tour dates to tell you guys about, too, as we're going to be going out here at the end of October. But right now, we're going to get to our new CD, which is about to be released. The Staring Into Screen CD is no longer called the Staring Into Screen CD. Our new album is now entitled Blood Moon. This one is Invisible Enemy. Hit it, Todd.
brand new sled, everybody. Blood Moon CD. That is Invisible Enemy. Quick tour dates. October 27th will be in Kansas City at Harris, North Kansas City. October 30th will be in New York City at the Shear Center, the old Laredo Theater. October 31st, Halloween night, will we'll be in Cape Cod at the, at the Music Room. October 2nd will be at the Calais, Oneida Calais Theater in upstate New York. That's outside of Rome. And uh, Saturday night, November 4th, we're going to be opening for Jack Russell's Great White at Cakes and Outside in Syracuse. Finally, Sunday, November 5th, we'll be at the Whiskey A Go Go. Stone Breeds on the bill. Our friend Carlos, shout out. Killing Devils. Chaz West and Westbound, we're doing the tour with. I want to say thank you to our brother, Justin Moore. Justin, thanks for doing the show, man. I hope when you guys get some more material, some new material, you send it and come back on the show. It was great having you guys. I love kick-ass, good rock and roll bands, and man, you guys are all that. So Awesome. I appreciate that. I second and third that. So my name's Peter DeLuke. I'm Dino DeLuke. And that means I was well asked. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us tonight. Like I always like to say, good night, America. Sayonara, San Diego. Thank you for joining us for RFUA Swell Radio. Join us next week at this same time as the celebration of rock and roll music, both past, present, and future, continues. To learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor, visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com. This has been RFUA Swell Radio on The Answer San Diego. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.